News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG, Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. He and Ted Bohorkas is here as well. This gentleman is in charge of all the shenanigans tomorrow. As we go to the polls, he is the county clerk. In Jasper County, you're running for re-election, aren't you? Uh, I am. I am on the ballot uh, in August and in November as well. All right. Uh, no negative ads about you? No. I don't have an opponent, so uh, hopefully there's no negative ads. <laughs> but I am Charlie <laughs> Davis, and I approve this broadcast. All right. Very good. So, Charlie, let's talk about uh, tomorrow. Uh, when people go to vote, it's their normal place that they go and vote in any election, correct? As- absolutely. Uh, go to the poll that you have been going uh, in previous years. Uh, there is uh, one thing that I need to make people aware of. You have a lot of listeners in Carthage. Uh, Carthage, the Nazarene Church, of course, with Marian days going on, they've got some roads blocked off. So if you live in Carthage, you need to make sure that you enter the uh, Nazarene Church uh, on Fairview uh, at uh, the south entrance, that is going to be where you're going to be able to get into the park. All right, south side Nazarenes. Yes. All right, very good. I like the Nazarenes. That's good. They're good people. All right, let's talk about, I think one of my big concerns having to do with this is that obviously this is probably the most contentious races, uh, not only for the U.S. Senate, not just on the Republican side. The Democrats are going after each other, ham- hammer and tong. Well, uh you're absolutely right. Uh, we haven't seen this in southwest Missouri in a long time, and in the whole state of Missouri in a long time. Uh, what's great about it is we have some great candidates. Uh, you look at every one of the races, and there's some awesome people that are in each one of these races, and it, that's what makes it very difficult. Yeah, it makes. I have said this on any of the people in the U.S. Senate race, I would be happy with. Absolutely. Now, me personally, it has more to do with style over substance. Of the seven people running, uh, for uh, on the Republican side for Congress. There's two I will not be voting for, and it's more of style over substance. Sure. I, think they're all, I think they're all really good people. I've met them all. I consider them all my friends. I think they're terrific people, but... Absolutely. Uh, there's, there's two things that you have to look at. Uh, there are people that are great candidates yes. that would be horrible elected officials. Correct. And there are people that are great elected officials that are not necessarily great candidates. Uh, and there, are people, there are people that are running for the race that are not very political, so they're not out there bashing or, or talking negatively about their opponent, things well, of that nature. And I think one of the things that goes in is that if you go in, especially when you're dealing with a Senate race and when people are running for governor and you know for big, big types of offices, there has to be a certain level of skill set. Number sure. one, they've got to be good on the stump. Give a quick, personalized stump speech, make you feel good about being there. And then there are some of these people that you have to be able to good eyeball them, you know, good shake of the hand, get a good look sure, at their absolutely. eyes. And then it's the campaign mechanics of putting together an organization that's not only raising the money, but is also going out and identifying likely voters to make sure that you're in contact with them to get them to the polls. Absolutely. And uh, uh, that's, that's why when you look at the, the candidates that we have, we have uh, some really good ones that are doing a good job campaigning. Uh, we have some new people that are in some of these races uh, that uh, the things that they say, we're taking them at their word, uh, how they will vote on things and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be from southwest Missouri. I'm proud for the candidates that we have. And we're going to wake up uh, Wednesday morning and we're going to have some great people representing the Republican Party in the state of Missouri. I, I personally think that uh, that we will be in 
I think there's going to be three or four of the House candidates that will be very close. I, I think you're right. I think this will be – I would not be shocked if this is a two-point, one-point race to uh, don't, whomever don't, wins. Don't say less than one point, please. I won't. Because that, that, that constitutes a recount, and recounts are really difficult. Yep. And the other one is uh, the U.S. Senate race, I believe, could come down to one vote per precinct. If people want to know how their vote counts, oh, my vote doesn't count. The U.S. Senate race, uh, because the polls are all over the place, uh, the polls uh, is that one vote, if you like whichever candidate, I, you know, it's uh, you go out and you make sure you vote because you could actually be the deciding vote. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there, we, we happen, this happened in Jasper County over the past few years where one vote has decided uh, many races or at one time where nobody voted in a uh, small village uh, and uh, nobody won. So they had to do things totally different and actually put another ballot measure on the ballot the next election. So when somebody thinks that their vote does not count, that is absolutely not the truth. I encourage everybody to get out and vote. Uh, what I did this time is we ordered about 135% of the ballots. We ordered 75% of the registered voters in each precinct for Republican ballots, 40% for Democrat, 10 for Libertarian, and 10 for Constitution. Uh, I encourage everybody to get out and vote. we got plenty of ballots, uh, and this time uh, your vote actually could matter. But on the same note, I've also seen lower turnouts for absentee voting. Uh, and absentee voting turnout usually is indicative of what the election is going to be. Uh, the, the heat that we're going to have tomorrow uh, could uh, persuade some people not to go to the polls. Uh, I had several people tell me uh, that uh, they're just not going to go because, number one, they don't know who to, who to vote for, and they don't want to vote for the wrong candidate. Uh, and some others said that they're just very disgruntled with all the negative ads, et cetera, so they just can't support Well, uh, the anybody. negative ads, let's just be honest here, Charlie Davis, is that negative ads essentially are there to, t- to, to lower voter turnout. Sure. There is, so if you like candidate X, whomever that may be, and all of a sudden you go, I'm excited about Candidate X. And all of a sudden there's a bunch of negative ads talking about Candidate X like they, you know, like they, uh, you know, beat up their mama. And they did, you know, by the end of it, they're the worst people who ever lived. And whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. Well, they're just trying to make you not excited to vote absolutely, for that absolutely, person. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are correct. It's uh, someone asked a question. I know that. In Missouri, but I know in our area, we use the Dominion voting machines. And someone was asking, uh, gave me the question, what do you think about them, Charlie? Uh, okay, this is two, twofold. Charlie Davis as the 40-year in IT. Yeah, 30 years owning an IT business, six years working on top-secret equipment on F-18s in the United States Navy, and now almost four years running elections using the Dominion voting equipment. Uh, we have absolutely no issues with Dominion voting. Uh, there is no internet connectivity. Uh, there has been no internet connectivity with our machines ever uh, in Jasper County. Uh, when we look at uh, the process by which we do the elections, especially the Friday after the election, where we actually manually recount, we hand count five precincts. Yes. And every time those five precincts come back exactly the way that the voters voted and the machine says that it was. So there is absolutely no problems with Dominion you, voting. Uh, and by the way, just, uh, and again, this has nothing to do with Dominion or anything like that, is that uh, do you think that the code should be open sourced for uh, that anyone can look into it? Wouldn't that take away a lot of the questions? Oh, oh my goodness. That's a, that's a tough question. Here, here's <laughs> here's my, my philosophy. 
when you came out to, to uh, get me uh, out in the foyer, yes. uh, I was looking at the camera systems in our equipment room, in our bag room. Uh, we, we have camera systems, we have security systems, we have motion sensors, we have door sensors. Uh, because, number one, I do not want there to be any accusation that sure. somebody could get our machines. But another thing, I had one of our local TV reporters come and do a story just uh, on Thursday uh, and wanted to do it outside in front of the building, and I uh, said we would not do that. And uh, when I was asked uh, why, I said because I do not want people to know where our equipment is. I don't think people should know where our equipment is, so that way there's no chance of the hanky-panky. We have security measures in place to make sure there's no hanky-panky. And I do not allow anybody to touch our equipment. Uh, because if somebody has a piece of equipment and they can have the authority to tear it apart and look at it, maybe there's some way that they can figure out how to do something. Sure. Uh, and that's what we're trying to eliminate. Uh, so my policy, and, and we work with an outside cybersecurity firm to look at our process, look at uh, how things uh, are being run in our equipment, et cetera. Uh, and last time we got a, a, an A-plus uh, from them and seeing how the process works uh, in Jasper County. Uh, but my goal is to make sure that uh, on Tuesday night when I announce the election results that they're 100% accurate, knowing that nobody tampered with our equipment. And on Tuesday night, uh, somebody had said something to me about, well, you can't support candidates because you might change the outcome of the election. Uh, and I kind of explained to them, uh, number one, some of my candidates will lose this time. Some will win this time, just like every election. Yes. My job is to make sure whoever wins, wins. We make that announcement. I do not touch anything on election day. I don't touch equipment. Uh, I do not do any of the tallying in the back. Uh, I do not do that. We actually have Republicans and Democrats that are in the back room with one of our staff members, and they oversee the entire process. So there is no way as that I can do it. Be. As it should be. Yes. So, so ask me what I do on election night. You get drunk? No. No. <laughs> no. What, I, what I do is uh, we have 184 poll workers, and 92 of them come back to the courthouse on, on Tuesday night. I go out and I talk with any one of, every one of them. How did the election go? Were there any glitches? Were there any anomalies? Uh, are there any changes, things that we need to do for the November election or future elections? So I spend time talking with uh, our poll workers while my staff does a good job doing all the tallying and everything. Uh, so back to, I did not answer your question about open source. Um, whatever we do, we need to make sure that people do not know how uh, the equipment works. Other than, like the Secretary of State, they've got their cybersecurity team. Uh, and the reason I say that is because I do not want anybody to know how they can get in there and try to manipulate an election. Charlie Davis, thank you very much for everything you do for our community. And thank you. And uh, I guess I'll be voting for you. I have no choice. Uh, well, <laughs> well, Peter, thank, thank you. I want an endorsement. I appreciate that confidence. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one. It's News Talk well. KZRG.